change my background. Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly, along with James Smith. I'm Lyle Stokes, and James, we got a good show tonight. we got Derek with Ohio Cat Chasers to join us here in just a little bit. But do you have anything to uh, contribute before we get started? The only thing I got contributed is, first thing, I want to thank our guests coming in here tonight. And uh, all of our guests that come in here and chat, we want to thank each and every one of you for showing up and supporting our channels. Uh, we're going to try to bring you the best guests that come in here, best guests and the best uh, information that we can allow. That's exactly and right. Other, other one I'll bring you up closer to the end of the show. Um, right. And I'm going to give away some decals. I got to tell you, James, we had these decals made up for the CPR stuff, and I'm almost out of them. I already had to order them again. <laughs> and I'm excited about that because it gets the word out that we're serious about conservation and, and, yeah. and keeping the big fish back in the breeding pool. Now that doesn't mean you can't keep fish. There's no, it's never meant that to anybody that's, that knows about conservation. What it means is be responsible and use selective harvest and choose the ones you want to turn back and, and keep the ones that you should be keeping. And at my area, they're incurred. They actually raise the limit on small fish under the slot because there's so many of them. They want you to catch them and take them home to give right. the bigger fish, the big breeding fish, uh, a chance to grow and and get bigger. So the CPR stickers have done really well, and I got some orders right before the show started for some more. So here's what they look like, everybody. If you're interested in one, jump up on the Facebook page. And order them up. We'll be glad to, to get them to you. Um, and we started doing the Pound Club. And not only did I have to reorder those, <laughs> I had to order them up to 90 pounds because some of the people are already laying out the big fish, got the pictures and all the stuff to show about. I'm so happy about that. And on top of that, we're going to go with black or white as soon as the new ones come in, which will be in just a day or two. Um, that way, uh, if like on my boat, black would actually look better because it's a white boat. Uh, right. Somebody's got a dark colored boat, then the white decals will look the best. And go and Roger DeMint got the 10 and the 20 and the 30 pound club all in one day last week. So congratulations right. to him. I That's got the zero club right now. Yeah, me too, but I'll tell you, um, <laughs> I'm really working on trying to get out this week and maybe go up and catch me a couple of bluegill. If I can do that, I'm on my way to recovery, buddy. Well, me and Wampus Cat was talking tonight, and we're going to start doing an annual every year. You know, we hit the shallow waters in the end of January, 1st of February. Right. And that's something that we decided that that's what we're going to do. We're going to announce it on our channels. Every year we'll be doing out doing some shallow water videos and maybe even some lives. Uh, and I look forward to it, and that's about another two weeks, guys, so look forward to it. We're going to be producing some videos. I'll be making some bobber videos, but we will be doing some lives. Uh, he's right. downloaded StreamYards onto his uh, phone, so he can go live and I can go live and uh, bring in and see let you see some of that two-foot-of-water two catfish <laughs> in January. That sounds like a deal to me, I, and I'm anxious to see you catch some on the bobbers. I really like that, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that a little later yes, on in the show. Uh, and like I say, stay tuned towards the end of the show. We're going to give away some more of these uh, uh, CPR stickers if, 
everybody seems to like them, so yeah, we might as well get them out there on everybody's boat. But in the meantime, welcome to Catfish Weekly, Derek. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I'm from Ohio, you know, obviously. Kind of name kind of gives that away. Um, <laughs> I like to like to do some catfishing. Uh, a little bit of crappie mixed in. Um, during the winter, you know, I'll, I'll pick up some hunting. Um, I did more hunting this year than I planned on doing. I was going to do more fishing, but, uh, you know, plans don't always work out that way. So uh, I, I went once so far this year uh, in the new year. Um, so uh, I don't know. I'm waiting on some warmer weather, I guess. Well, I think we all are. Uh, James, we forgot to announce some of the people that's in chat. Why don't we hit some of them now? Okay. Let me scan up through here. All right. We got Junior Proctor, Blue Dog Fishing, Chrissy Brown, Get Hooked on D Fishing, Mad Catters, Mike's Outdoor Adventures, Creole, Mike Irvin, Outside with the Haze, Mike Sampson, Catfishing and Dreams, Terry Lane, Avid. Catfishing uh, outdoor the haze. How many we got in there? Uh, looks to be about 68 at the present time. There's Weekend Angler. I enjoy his video so much. He yep. had a good one over the weekend. Catfishing crappie. Maurice Kaysen, half crazy. Jason Ward, the shoulder's doing good. Thank you for asking. Fishing with the Chad. James Dockery, I believe, was first in, in chat again tonight. Whiskers and Stripes. Uh, Parker Pursuits, Papa Ed, Ace, getting hooked on D. I said that. Uh, one ton fishing club, but we like D, so we can give her three or four shouts. Skin yeah. and Scales Fishing, two stands. Lynn Leaper. 91. That's some of the ones up at the top that we was missing. He hadn't commented again. There's the Avid. Uh, that we just lost Ryan. our guest again. Oop, we lost our guest. Katie Collins, Fin Seeker. Creole, one-ton boys. we got to have them in there. John Boys Catfishing, Georgia Fisherman. Guys, don't forget, you see new names, go check out their channels and share the bait with them if you don't mind. Absolutely. Yeah, one-tons, they, they just look like they have fun, don't they, Lyle? Them boys are fun. They yeah. have fun. They eat good. They fix them. Man, They I watched some of the videos. They had a cooking videos, and um, they're kind of like old Mike. Chavez, they make me hungry every time I see them. But you know, it's okay. Yeah. There's Anna. Yep. Yeah. Uh Kevin's in there too. He's up there yep, a little fucker up. A little bit. But we're so eyes. Happy to have all of you in here. Betty and Brandon, I think, are both in here. Welcome. Yeah, I guess we'll talk a little bit before he gets back. Uh, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know, but he's, he comes. he's here. Here he is. <laughs> we lost you, man. I have no idea. Sometimes cell phones do that. Yeah. Have we got Thank you, Derek? You, Derek? He must not be able to hear us. Am I in there? It's on my phone to say I'm not in there. You're, well, you, I can see you. Can you hear us? I can hear you barely. Okay, you bit, might, yeah. You might have to come back in, sign out, and come back in. 
Sometimes yeah. we have little issues with yeah, that. I'm like, I, it's saying I got it's saying I got full bars, so I don't know what the what the issue is, but I don't need something. Well, I, we can hear you real well. Yeah. You, you said you can't hear me? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, you guys are froze right now, and I can barely hear you. Like, wow. Sign back <laughs> out and come back in. Yeah, sign out and come back yeah, in. I'm, I'm going to restart my whole phone, too. We'll try that out. There All right, buddy. Right. I see All you right, guys we'll, now. We'll be waiting for you in a minute. Sam Martin. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to restart up. it. You guys are freezing up again. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of good people in here. Two old vets. Uh, yeah, I love them guys. And Mike Simpson, Samson. There's two. We got a Mike Simpson and a Mike Samson that comes yep, in here. We do. We got. Uh, we got uh, Sam Martin says it's froze up there in North Dakota. Catfish. Oh, he's talking to Mark. Catfish crappie. Hagen Grubbs in here. Hagen had a really good video just come out. Creole yep. and Laura. Had a bang up job yesterday of of Jeremy teaching her to cast. He was so patient, done a, a excellent job with that video. And Laura, she just had the time, didn't think she could do it. I don't think, but at the end, he'd set a bucket out at like thirty yards, hundred feet, something like that. She made her her projected target before the end of the video, and it wasn't very long. And she didn't kill him, and he wasn't mad at her. So that's a woohoo! That's a success, man. He better have patience. She knows where he goes to sleep at. That's exactly right. Fellas, <laughs> <laughs> no it's hard to breathe through when you're asleep. There's a new one, Mr. Bone 39. Yep. Welcome Thank to Catfish you. Weekly. Love seeing the new names come in, don't you, Lyle? I do. And, you know, I noticed that last Wednesday on your show. There's Sean Abbey. Yeah. Uh, you had a bunch of new people in there last week, and I was very happy about that. Of course, I, you know, I'm I'm glad to see all these channels growing. And while we're at it, let's just go. We do a Monday night show, and Tuesday is Roger with Mud Mud um, Muskrat Adventures. <laughs> wow. Um, Wednesday is Patriot Catfishers of America. Um, Thursday is Fishing with the Chad and James Dockery Fishing. They do the bait shop. Friday is um, uh, catfish and crappie. He does uh, what they what's he call that? I for some reason I can't remember. Oh, no. I was pretty dead too. Okay, catfish and crappie is on Friday night. Saturday night is Norm and Stan, and Sunday night's Palmetto Cat. So you, at, seven days a week at seven o'clock Central or eight o'clock Eastern, uh, which is the the mainstays, you can watch something about catfish every night of the week. Yeah, we got Anna Lee and Tommy coming in. They was new last week, I think. We got Mud Tramps in here. Becca's in here. There's a guy uh, who makes the good videos right there, Epic Catfishing. Yeah. He's from over in Illinois. Does a bang-up job. Had a good one come out last week. John Boy's Catfishing. Mad Catter Catfishing. And um, that was one that uh, got away from me. Yeah. We're something, there. Something I'm glad you back in with us. <laughs> I, I, we got it now, Derek. Uh, so far, so good. I'll see what see what happens. All right. Well, let's get back good. to talking about some catfish. Where do you fish mainly? Imagine that we start talking about fishing, then you start breaking up again. <laughs> uh, uh, you got a set of headphones. 
What is no, I don't have any headphones. Okay, I was getting ready to say that might help with him. Uh, are you hearing us okay uh, right now? Right right at the moment I am. Yeah. Okay. okay. We'll go with it then. Why don't you tell us about where you catfish at? Uh I catfish southwest Ohio pretty much. Uh mostly inland lakes. Um I know Roger's been trying to get me out on the river for probably I don't know, six months or better. Um, so that's in the works, but hasn't happened yet. Um, I'm definitely going to go down there and do some fishing on my own next year, but, uh, I wouldn't mind a introductory trip first. You know, I'm, I'm sure they fish a little different than, than these lakes, you know, current, all that good stuff, uh, can be dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. And I don't. So, uh, right now, you know, I said inland lakes, uh, I've been up Sandusky Bay on Lake Erie, done some fishing up there. Um, but pretty much, you know, just Southwest Ohio lakes is, is kind of where I stick to for the time being. Okay. So you mainly a lake fisherman. You're mainly so, a lake. You're mainly a lake fisherman. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Almost, uh, mm -hmm. almost exclusively. Yeah. You know, before the show, we had a guy donate some, some $5 to our, uh, funds, and Amazon catfishing, and he wanted me to ask you about Ladue, West Branch, and Mosquito. And I don't know anything about those, but uh, him being from Ohio, I think he thought maybe you would. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I know I know what he's talking about. I've heard of all those. Uh, Ladue is where, for some reason, I can't remember if it's the, the state record channel or Flathead. Uh, I'm wanting to say uh, Channel Cat. I think it's where it came from. Um, and then West Branch and Mosquito, you know, they're they're all kind of more north. Um, I've never fished any of them. I think that West Branch is good for muskie, um, just from what I've heard, you know, through Facebook and stuff. But I haven't fished any of them, so yep, maybe be somewhere to go try out next year. I'm thinking that's an adventure or just a road trip, if nothing else. <laughs> Weekend anglers right, said if right. Eric can handle the Great Lakes, you can handle the river. That's probably true. Um, <laughs> The, the what, rivers, what do you say? The Great Lakes, if you could handle the Great Lakes, you could handle the rivers. I'm thinking them Great Lakes, if the wind's blowing uh, at all, can get pretty rough. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, when I've been up there, I've been pretty lucky. I'd say the, the heaviest wind I fished was like 10 mile an hour, and I wasn't very far out. You know, I mean, I, I could see land easily. It was, I was probably. <laughs> I mean, I was still in the bay, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I was probably maybe a half a mile out at the most. And what kind of boat do you have, Derek? Uh, I've got a bass boat. It's a 1995, uh, you asked me too fast, Stratus. Stratus? Uh, 278. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I like it. I haven't really had any trouble out of it. Uh, me and Brandon from Catfish and Dreams were just out fishing on the 2nd. And uh, it was the first trip out for the year. Boat ran fine all day. I drove halfway across the lake, back to the ramp, shut it off. He went and got the truck. I went to load it and it hasn't started since. So we're having a little bit of motor trouble right now, but it's got to be something minor, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I, well, I, I shut it off and then it just wouldn't start. So My favorite kind of boat is the kind that never breaks down when I'm out in the water and I don't have to work on it. That's my favorite kind. I don't care what so kind of motor it's got, what kind of body it's got, or trailer. If it don't break down, I like it. Well, I've always heard the best kind of boat is one somebody else owns. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
I, I've helped a lot of people with repairs out on the road when we was traveling to tournaments and stuff. And I've had a lot of help over the years because, you know, we went all over and still do, I guess, but, um, nobody wants to break down on the, on the water and no, yeah. the water's the worst, but on the side of the road, ain't a hell of a lot better. Right. Yeah. I've had to hand load mine more times. I'd like to. Yeah. Well, Right now, for, for people that don't understand that, and, and with all the COVID going around, if you're off work and you're a fisherman or you just have some extra time, now's the perfect time to pack them wheel bearings and check your air and your tires and the tread on them, check your fuel filters in the boat, and any kind of maintenance that you can think of, this is the perfect time because it's not the greatest time to catch catfish, but it's coming. Yeah, That's right. The good times uh are coming. And that's why I said, you know, I'm glad it happened right now versus, you know, middle of March, something like that. So, well, yeah. Catfish says his favorite boat is the one he's captain in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kept having that problem. And I had a fuse on the side of the motor. I don't know what kind of motor you got. Mine's an Evinrude, but it's one little bitty fuse. It ain't like five amp, but it's that one fuse. It had loose connectors. You might get on there today and that thing run all day long, never have a problem getting there tomorrow. And that fuse just, it would just not have enough continuity or enough connection. Right. And that rascal would start and you can't see the fuse. It's up and underneath where the flywheel is. Yep. Yeah. I probably, I probably know which one you're talking about because I've got a 130 Johnson. And, uh, you know, they're pretty similar. And right. <clears throat> last, last year, my boat was down because that fuse that you're talking about blew. My ignition uh, was old and corroded, and yep. it broke, and it must have shorted itself out, and it blew that fuse. It took me forever to find it, because like you say, it's so small, you can't even see in the window hardly. But if yeah. it don't work, or five amps, but if it don't it work, you it. ain't going nowhere. Yeah. How I found it, it, how I found it was taking the shroud off, because I was out in the water, and it was dark. I was getting ready to head home. As I grabbed, yeah. I was grabbing the wires, because it was acting like it, it'd want to bump, and then it wouldn't. And I was grabbing right. the wires, and I must have just pushed that fuse just enough that it fired. And I thought, there's something there. So when I got back home, I started kind of tracing the wires out, and that's how I found the fuse. Yep, right. I couldn't see yeah, it. My, yeah, mine happened down in the water, too. Luckily, I wasn't too far from the boat ramp. And uh, I went to leave, and I went to start it, and it wouldn't start. And, uh, you know, of course, rain was coming. And uh, so we had to troll back to the dock and then load the boat in the rain. And it was... It was a good time, but I got that yeah. problem fixed. But now it cranks; it just doesn't want to start. So it's something minor. Yeah, if you was that. running it, yeah, gotta be some. Yeah. Dieter Melhorn has made the show. He says it's not the greatest time to catch catfish. Please, Cindy, wash his mouth out. Dieter has a motto, and I do like it: uh, "Fish when you can." It exactly. all any time is a good time to catfish. So. You know, that, that it might may be a little be, warmer down there than Ohio, too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. I seen him the other day wearing shorts and a, and a uh, short sleeve shirt, and I'm thinking, man. Well, it ain't exactly warm right now. It's 37 and it's raining. No. Right. Yeah, no, but I mean, that's not very he's good. absolutely right, though. You know, if, if you can go, go. Who oh, that's right. I don't pay are, attention you know, to barometers or none of that stuff. Barometers yeah. or wind I, I conditions. To, I used to. I never did. Yeah. If I could get out on the water and go, I was I was just like Dieter. I went. But now if exactly. it gets kind of cold, I'm I'm thinking, you know what? It's I don't have to do that. 
Yeah, I've been there myself. We've had quite a few more new people come in here, new names that I hadn't seen. And guys and gals, if you're in here and you're brand new, thank you for coming in the show. And we want to welcome you and plan on having more great shows. Now, when you head out and you're running your boat out there bass fishing, are you trolling or you're anchoring or what you're doing? You mean catfishing? Yes. Okay, uh, I'm dragging. 99.99% 99.99% of the time. There you go. That's my, yeah, that's my, that's my, that's my go-to. What kind of baits do you normally throw? Or y'all, you ha- you don't have skipjack in your area, do you? No, no. Um, I use shad. I mean, almost, almost 100% of the time. I've had a couple times, you know, I'll, I'll go catch the bait and use something a little bit different, you know what I mean? But, right. Almost all the time, it's it's shad, no chicken. Right. Hello, boy. <laughs> we'll, we'll, go ahead, we'll go ahead and stir, stir some stuff up here. <laughs> you ever oh, use no, live bluegill or anything? Uh, I'm not. I haven't used them live. No, uh, I've used them cut before, like the fillets or something. And uh, I've had good luck on them, but I, I just have better luck on shad, especially right. the guts. Shad guts is my number one favorite. In the wintertime or year-round? Year-round. Really, I, I, I don't want to say I haven't done any winter fishing, but uh, I haven't done much. Uh, this year was going to be kind of my my breakthrough year for that, and then I ended up not. But, uh, yeah, year-round, I like shad guts the best. Oh, dang. Can you beat the – do you have to beat the dinks off of it or – Um. <clears throat> I mean, where I fish, it's it's primarily channel cats. So, right. you know, as some people would say, they're all dinks, you know. Um, but They're not. I don't no, know. I mean, no. it, it seems pretty evenly spread, you know. It, it seems like whatever area you're in, you know, you, you'll catch some small ones. But then if you leave that area and go somewhere else, you'll get into a few bigger ones. You know, it, it seems like they don't really co-mingle a whole lot. Right. You know, At least I, what I've seen. You know, I, I mean, love catching big fish. I love catching big flatheads, and I dearly love catching big blues, and I like doing it in the rivers. Where And the faster the current is, the better I like it, because the fish, them blues, they don't care how fast that current is. And that's that current will make them blues fight like in – there's nothing like it. I fish for ocean fish. They don't fight like a blue in Mississippi River current. I don't care what anybody says. That's That's just as good as it gets. But when you get up and you get in them channel cat that's 10, 15, 20 pounds and up, they're at, I mean, mm-hmm. pound for pound, they're like a boxer, man. They just, yeah. they're the, they're just, they just fight hard. And I enjoy catching them as much as anything. And I'm going to be doing a lot of that this summer, it sounds like. But uh, it's good because I like doing it. Yes. Right. Well, if I remember on, if I remember on Facebook, we got a trip come May. That's exactly right. And that's going to be all about. And I told that lady that does my physical therapy, I said, I'm going now. Right. Yeah, we're, we're catching them. I don't mean you don't get a chance every day to catch giant channel cat. Nah, I'm going to be there. That's just we're doing yeah. it. I truly hate it. I ain't going to be there with y'all guys. So, oh, we hate it, too, because I'm, I'm telling you, you're going to miss a good one. But you know what, James? Uh, Derek, you can think about this too. I got a feeling that after everybody makes it up to Mendota and has such a great time up there, that it might it might come around again before you know it. Yeah, 
because it is a right. blast. It, it it just is. There's Mike Lewis, Team Whisker Tickler. Oded. Yeah, I might have to fly in next year, and y'all just pick me up at the airport and take me out there with you. Well, you know, I will. Yes, sir. Ain't, ain't no problem. It ain't no problem. So, Derek. I remember that lake. You, go, go, ahead. Ahead. go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I was just going to say, I remember one of the very first catfish weeklies I watched some couple months ago. Uh, you guys, I forget who it was. You were talking about that lake then. And I wrote it down. I mean, <laughs> as soon as I heard you talking about this channel cat, I was like, hey, I got to look into this. I got to tell you, you was talking about fishing the Great Lakes a while ago. And I get a lot of, of people that tell me that fishing up at Sandusky Bay. Now, if I'm correct, that's on Lake Erie, right? Yep. Uh, they say that's some of the, some great channel cat fishing for for giant channel cat and in my mind anything up in the upper teens and low 20s is a giant yes. past that it's a bonus yeah i mean I, <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean uh you know down here in, in, in southern ohio my rule of thumb at least some people might have a different point of view but i think anything over 10 is pretty impressive um, yes, but yeah. i've seen pictures from sandusky bay and they're they're 20s all day long yeah dang i've, I've been know, for when I was a kid, I've never caught anything that big. When I was a youngster a long, long time ago, we used to see 10, 12, 15 pound fish, um, channel cats on the, on the Mississippi and, and Missouri and Salt River and, and some of the tributaries. But now it did not, um, it did not continue as, God damn it. Hang on a minute. Them, uh, them commercial guys, they don't pick no favorites. They they do not nope. uh, care about channel cat any more than they do blues or any more than they do flatheads. If it gets in that net, it's worth X amount of dollars per pound, and that's just the way it works. Now, I understand they're trying to make a living, but I think that they should have to pay attention to the regulations just like the rest of us, and I would yeah. love to see the regulations on the rivers like we have on the lakes. And so at some point, I just they're going to have to do it, but it's just not that time yet. But in the meantime, the rest of us, we're taking care of them, and, and that's what CPR is all about. But but I do remember catching yeah. 10, 12, 15-pound channel cat. Um, but the last big channel cat I seen – uh, was uh, Jason Wolf or Justin Wolf caught an 18 pounder on the Mississippi River in a tournament four or five years ago, and it was a stud. I mean, we just haven't seen anything like that for a long time, but that was a great fish, and uh, and I, I remember that just like it was yesterday. Of course, to me, it seems like it was yesterday. <laughs> Them old males, though, dear, right before the spawn, them old males will look ugly. They look like somebody took a ball bat and wore his head out with it, son. Yep, absolutely. Well, uh, I promise you, that was not, up well, in Minnesota was, in Cherokee, they got big old heads on them, and they're dark black colored, and their whiskers are about that long. They're, it's amazing. They're just a – we don't have them that look like that around here. I've not ever seen them if we do. So do you run into many flatheads or you catch your many flatheads on the waters that you fish? Say that again. You broke up a little bit. I heard most of it, but. Uh, are you catching many flatheads or any size flatheads up there in the waters that you're fishing? Not really. Um, they're, they're in there. You know what I mean? Um, 
but they're just they're they're pretty few and far between. Um, Are you, you know, targeting? I'm not, a, I'm not a flathead expert, but you know, it, you you'd have to fish for them for a while to catch one, unless you really know what you were doing. Maybe, you know, I'm sure there's people out there that catch more than I do, but uh, they're just they're really few and far between where I where I fish. Right, and there's no blues in them waters, right? Um, so. I mean, everybody has their theories. Um, it seems to me you catch a, a channel cat over 12 pounds and everybody thinks it's a blue. Um, but they did start stocking Caesars Creek, which is pretty close to the house. Um, then there's a few more lakes. I know East Fork's got some in it. Um, but, uh, I mean, uh, Hoover, it's about an hour, hour and a half away. I know Roger fishes there a lot, uh, him and Skip. Uh, they've got blues in them. They started stocking them back in 11. Uh, and they're up in the 30, 40 pound range now. So uh, I haven't been up there yet, though, either. That's that's next year plan. Right. So Mad they're, Catter, them, they're uh, go ahead, Lyle. Mad Catter Catfishing said that that was where he, he met me for the first time was at Mendota. Also met Brad Durick and Brenner Flatten. Well, they was both there that year. Um, You'll have to refresh me when we get up there, Mad Catter, because <laughs> I met a lot of people up there and 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 you might not have been going by that handle or name when we was up there. <laughs> yeah. But we did shake a lot of hands, and, man, did we have some fun. Wow. P-City Smitty. I love that name. That's awesome. Whoop, we lost you. again. Yep. That's all right. That'll give us time to go through some of these guys. Parker's, okay. Mad Catters, Epic Catfish. I think I said that. JP3. Uh, Squirrel's in the house. Who? The squirrel. The squirrel is in the house. And uh, <laughs> Jason Ward. Becca's in the house. Avid. Twisted Fishing TV. Catfishing no dad. Here he comes. Oh, we there got him is. back. Flint Hill just come in. Oh, there's a guy that makes some cool videos. If you like the... Um, if you like the kayak stuff, that's right down your alley. I like watching him in it. I'm not going to get in there with him, but I like watching him do it. What's that? His favorite move going? Always going to eat something, don't he? I understand he's a pretty good sized lad, and he probably yes. needs that energy to keep him going. So, <laughs> all um, right, Derek, you're back. A little bit. <laughs> Uh, we'll take, take what we got, man. Yes. Uh, so, how you got your boat set up? You got your rod rack across the back of it and stuff to set your rods in. And say that did, again. You, did you build your rod rack for across the back of your boat for dragging your baits? Wow, you probably don't have to tell him. Oh, Derek, he wants to know if you have a rod rack across the me. back of your boat. Oh, it's he's just got a terrible connection tonight. Yeah, he's running. He's running off his data on his phone. Uh, oh, and he said he's got a full set of bars, but yep. There's Kentucky Catman Outdoor Adventures. Uh, Flint Hill takes takes a lot of fuel. <laughs> but I can keep the the chats going so fast. Takes a lot of fuel to run this machine. I bet it does. I bet it does. <laughs> got whiskers and stripes. That's a new one, ain't it? Zach Jesse, I believe it is. Mark with Catfish and Crappie helping us out with some uh, with some uh, 
links to get everybody to find uh, the other people's YouTube channels, and I think that's outstanding that he does that. Yes, sir. Um, Catfish and crappies, there he is again. Let's there's see. a Patty Little in here. I've never seen her before. Nope, uh, LG Bass is with us again tonight. We appreciate having him. Midway Midwest Catters, I think that's new. There's Irwin, the the paid tourist. We're glad to have him. He's from out your way, isn't he? He's down there in South Carolina. Yeah, he's a he's he's usually on the road. So I hats off to all you truck drivers out there. Appreciate yeah. what you do. You, uh, well, the truck drivers is the reason why we keep doing the podcast because uh, they can listen to it while they're driving. And I missed a show one time, and it got up to Wednesday because I forgot about it. Right. But I got some phone calls and messages and say, "Hey, what happened to that? You didn't do it, and why is you, why do you not have it loaded up?" And I said, "I'm sorry, I'll take care of it." And the problem was the way we used to have to do them. You had to strip the audio out of the video and then force it into a deal. Well, now they've made it easier, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we changed hosting companies for the. Uh, we changed hosting companies for the way we handle it and went with a different hosting company. Kevin turned me on to a really good company instead of the one we had. And, and we lost our hundreds of thousands of download, whatever that means when you got that. Uh, right. We lost that. I had to start all over, but I really don't care because this is so much simpler. And it, it puts it out to five or six different companies where people are used to doing it and they can just come on and, and uh, and listen to that. And I know the guys that are driving trucks and traveling around all the time. They really enjoy that. Derek's back. He didn't run outside. Sure <laughs> kind of cold out there, ain't it, bud? Uh, phone says twenty-four degrees. The, I, the wind, I hope, is not blowing. I'm in the truck. Okay. Well, you see it or not. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> no, it's not it's not heat yet, but it's on. <laughs> well, you know, one of the first shows we did six or seven years ago, Brent Riddle set out in his boat and done an interview with us in his garage, and I don't think he had any heat in it at the time because steam was coming out of his mouth. And uh, we've had several guys do do interviews from uh, Jeremy Coe's done some with us from inside his truck and other guys have done them from boats and everything else. So we're good. Uh, I, I yeah, wouldn't yeah, like, I like, to... I like to be... go ahead. I like, to be on, I like to be on the boat if I can, but yeah, I don't know. Eight o'clock at night, 24 degrees. I'm not sure right now is the, the best time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking not. I want him to get a shout out to Sonny Parker, my buddy. Um, He's trying to get healed up, having a terrible time with things this year, but uh, it's surely going to turn around for you, my friend. I just, you know, wish you the best. If anything I can do, be sure to let me know. We got a guy in here that says catfishing friend said hi. My name is he's Sam Martin. He just started a Facebook page and been setting up on a YouTube channel. Well, welcome, my friend. Appreciate Absolutely. you coming in and heck yeah. Make sure you let us know when you get your YouTube channel up so everybody can come check you out. Heck yeah. Derek, where are you, what, do you, what have you got planned for this year? Because you're doing videos and fishing all over the place and doing stuff. What's, what's something you can tell us that you have planned for, for 2021? Well, um, we were talking about Mississippi a minute ago. Uh, I just booked uh, 
the cabins and everything to go back down there again this fall. So that's, I mean, that's, that's crappie, but that's happening. Um, I think I might switch over and do a little more of the live feeds um, just because last summer, uh, well, really spring, summer, up until uh, I think sometime in November, I was trying to put out a weekly video. And by the time you get out there and get enough content for a video, then get back and edit it and then get it uploaded with, uh, you can see the awesome service I've got. Uh, you know, it was just, uh, not that I don't enjoy it. You know, I absolutely love it. But uh, it was just taking so much time. I didn't have time for anything else. Um, so I'm, I'm more of the live side of things uh, just to kind of save some, some some of the behind the scenes, you know, work. Um, and then uh, like we were kind of talking about a second ago, I want to, I mean, I'm not going to hit the whole state, obviously, but I want to venture out and fish in places I've never fished before. Uh, maybe get up there some of those lakes that, uh, what do you say, I was Amazon catfishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, was asked about so um i mean uh that's kind of the big thing uh i mean get down to the river that's that's probably number one I yeah say. I, I mean i've been i've been talking about it for way too long it's time to time to walk the walk you know well i love river fishing uh, but the older I become, the more of a lake fisherman I seem to be uh, and i'm not sure that it makes a lot of difference um to the fish i'm catching whether i'm on a lake or on the river but i have just as much fun uh, but there's something about that current and the structure on a river that's different than the lakes um yeah. and and it just is um and i grew up on on rivers and uh lakes lakes are a little bit different but now james he fishes mainly lakes right so you know the river would be different for him yeah, it's uh, it would definitely would. I I'd, I'd love to tackle it, uh, but uh, around here we don't have really that much. I mean, we go up there to the mountains, and I think there's a couple rivers up through there, but it's nothing like the Mississippi or the Missouri or Ohio River. It's nothing like none of that. Well, that's kind of like you you know our lakes around here. From what I've seen aren't like some of the other lakes that I see people fishing with all you know all the different structure and everything. I mean, yeah, there, there's contours and yeah, you might find a roadbed here or, you know, old Creek channel there. But as far as having heavy, heavy structure, there's nothing like, you know, like the Ohio river, you, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not, necessarily, not necessarily the Ohio, but there's different rivers. I've heard, you know, people fishing, you know, boat wrecks and, and old sunken barges and stuff. Um, I'm not sure the Ohio has any of those, but I know none of the lakes I'm fishing do, you know what I mean? Right. Right. So, yeah, it's just a whole different ball game come to coming to the structure wise. Yep. Just just to let everybody know, we're planning on giving away two decals of the CPR decals tonight. We are at eighty thumbs up. If we reach a hundred, we'll give away two more. It'll make four total. And I'll throw a set of bobbers in there with it too, Lyle. If we make a hundred, James is going to throw a set of bobbers in. Woo, man. Be a good well, one. I gotta do something too. Here, I'll, I'll throw a hat in. Wow! There Thank you go. You much. So we'll have six giveaways tonight at the end of the show if we reach a hundred. And right somebody, now we're thirteen Ohio cat fish chasers hat. That's awesome, man. Yep. We're so 13. share them up, guys and gals. Share them up. That's we're we're gaining, man. Eighty-eight. Yeah. Bill Forsey, he's in here tonight. That's a new one. 
I love Senate Grove because, you know, Derek and me and Lyle's talked about it. Even the new people coming in have something to add to the catfishing community. Absolutely. Yep, that's exactly right. And I love seeing the youth come in. You know, we had Dinks in here a couple of weeks ago. Uh, love sending young men and young women out there, learning from their parents, learning from other people, and contributing. They're doing good. I mean, yeah. the time they're our age, they're going to be tough to deal with. That's right. Yeah. Thank you, catfishing right. friends. We appreciate that. So who's your fishing partner most of the time? Well, um, up until this year, it was Shelby for the most part. Um, I, I might do a little bit too much fishing for her. Uh, she likes <laughs> it, but I'm not sure she's uh, insane about it like I am. Um, so, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. I, I kind of spread it out this year. Um, I, I got a lot of new people on the boat. I met a lot of new people. Uh, you know, me and Roger got together and got out once. Um, uh, Chris with uh, Slime Action Outdoors, he won one of your giveaways last week. Me and him, uh, me and him got out a few times this year. And actually, Brandon with Catfish and Dreams, he won the other giveaway. And me and him just got out and fished for the first time a couple weeks ago. So, uh, you know, it's just uh, getting out, meeting new people, fishing with different people, you know. And, and like you're saying, you're learning from everybody, you know. Everybody has something else to add. And uh, just all that knowledge adds up, you know what I mean? So, well, it's like I said, that new person for the first time that he ever fished in his life, he might say, well, I've learned, I've seen all this other stuff, but I want to try this. Well, that I'm going to try this might be the whole changing of the catfish world. You never yep. know. So. You don't know. Sonny says we're at 102 or 3, but I'm only showing 99. I think we're going to make it. So yeah, Sonny says we're at 104 now, so that's pretty cool. Morales, Texas Fishing, welcome to the show. There's some good people right there. Met them down in Texas when we was down there last year. Couple of years ago, maybe. Junior Proctor says we got 104. Junior Proctor and Jim Clark, if they say we got 104, we got 104. Well, yeah, I'm still 102. Yeah, there we yeah. go. So, um, that's so guys and gals, when you win something, make sure you contact us. We're not going to chase you down. That's right. It's you that's winning. So contact us. Uh, through Facebook, Messenger, text, or however you want to. Derek, tell us how they can contact you and where to find you on YouTube, Facebook, or any social media, please. Okay, so um, Ohio Catfish Chasers is my YouTube. Um, Facebook's the same way. Um, I've got an email. It's ohiocatfishchasers at gmail.com. Um, I believe it's in the description of my videos. Um, I'm trying to go through and kind of get my descriptions all tidied up on all my videos. So I know it's on one of them. It might not be on all of them, but uh, it's definitely on there if you didn't get a chance to write it down. But um, Ohio Catfish Chasers, like I said, I'm on uh, on YouTube, Facebook, email. Uh, I have a Twitter. I'm not going to say I'm on Twitter. I get on it once a week or something. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, one of those you should be able to find me. If nothing else, just come comment on one of my videos. We'll get in touch that way if you have to. That'll work. Well, we appreciate you donating that to the show. Uh, Absolutely. No problem. I need to get my stuff together and do one of my giveaways, but I'm waiting on a few things to come in. So go ahead and do this while we're waiting. Heck so yeah. How long have you been doing YouTube? Sorry, Lyle. I didn't right. mean, uh, 
I How long have, you actually been doing YouTube? So just keep going. I think, I think my account has been active since like 2016 or something. Um, I've got a few videos from back then. And if you want a good laugh, go ahead and watch them. I was going to delete them. But, you know, here in five years from now, I, I want to be able to go back and watch where I came from, you know. Uh, I mean, even now, not that I'm making the best video out there, but just from, from what it was back then, I literally had my GoPro sitting on the ground, you know, recording as I was catching crappie out of a pond, you know what I mean? So, uh, and they were like minute, minute and a half long videos at the most. So, um, you know, it's going, it's hopefully we can continue growing and I can get better with filming and get some better gear. And hopefully it's going to be a bigger change here in a couple of years, you know, but, uh, I really started hitting heavy this year is when I started putting a lot of videos out. So I think it was back in March or April, maybe. Um, yep, sounds like it. Listen, guys, let's start on these giveaways so we don't run over too long. Um, we're going to do four of these. And if you if you want to buy a second one, just let me know when you, when you uh, send me your address and stuff. But what we'll do is we'll do two of these. And then we'll do James's, and then we'll do Derek's, and then we'll do the last two at the end of the show. How's that sound, fellas? Don't forget about Lyle. I still need one of them stickers. I uh, did you contact me before now? Yeah, I messaged you. Then it's probably either already gone or it's in the two cent pile. Right. Because yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it got past uh, me just saying I wanted one, but uh, oh, okay. Well, know, I'm that's sure fine. you got this. Yeah, we got. I got busy. I, out of the I ones that we had last week, this is what we got left. <laughs> so I already ordered I'm, I'm more there on the rush. Yeah, that's fine. We'll make rush. sure you get one, my friend. So I've got the uh, participants loaded up in chat. Derek, pick me out a number between one and five, please. Let me go ahead and tell you. Let me hold on. Just tell me. Two. One. Two, and the winner is catfish and crappie. Congratulations, Mark. Mark! Heck yeah, uh, man! Mark, you, Mark, you just send me your uh, your address and stuff, and we'll take care of that. I know I got it somewhere, but it's a lot easier if you just email it to me again, and we'll Stephen make. Stephen Hare, uh, you do not. You are registered when you're in chat. Just make sure you That's chat right. up, talk with people. Uh, you are registered for the drawings if you're in chat. Thank That's right. Oh, I just pull all the names that's in chat. There's a thing where it says participants, and you can go up there and copy and paste all of them right to the to random.org, which is what we do. And we have 101 names in there this time. Of course, if we land on Cindy, I'm not going to. She's got to buy one. Hell. <laughs> I should. I can't do that to her. She come out. No cinnamon bun for you. She brought me homemade brownies last night, right out of the oh. oven with a big old splot of butter on them. Oh man, they was tasty. Just, it ain't no wonder I look like I do. But I like it. I like it. Let's go again. We'll give another one away. Uh. <laughs> All right. How many times this time, Derek? Well, let's do. Uh, let's do four. Okay, one. Two, three, four. And the winner is Ernie Brown. 
Congratulations, Ernie. Just give me a shout. Just send me your information on Facebook. I see you posting all the time, and I always see you guys in chat. We appreciate you so much. So make sure you send that to me. And James, I want to reload this so we get a fresh load before we give away your bobber. I seen where somebody said that Mark wanted you to give. Hey, Mark wants somebody else to have it. Then let's do them again while I got it loaded up. Got you. Pick me out another number, Derek. Well, let's do five this time. Let's go One. Big. You sound like Doc Lang now. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Three. Four. And five. The winner is David Martin, former guest on Catfish Weekly. So he lives out by you, too. Yeah, good guy. He is an outstanding guy, a great fisherman, catches some great fish. Yeah, uh, Mark is a given person, buddy. I appreciate that. But oh, congratulations, David. Yeah. Patriot James, I still have to get a couple of your floats for heroes to use for flatheads in the video I'm going to do about fishing. That's from Epic Catfishing. Oh, Epic. Yeah, just give me a call, buddy. Uh uh, well, just wait to the end of the show. You might want to wait a few days. Uh, <laughs> There's new school in here. Glad to see him in. Kevin Baker. Mike Irwin. All yep. right. Let me uh, let me get out of here and reload that up while you guys are doing something else because I want to make sure I get everybody loaded up again. Yeah, we've had a few new ones jump in right here at the last minute. And and you know that's one of the deals with the with doing live shows. You got people going in and out all the time. And, well, and a lot of people don't really that. chat too much, and they'll sit and watch the show, and then they might see somebody they know, and they'll some jump in and say hey or whatever. There's Mr. David Ray. He ordered some of my floats not too long ago. Yeah, I know. Sometimes it's kind of hard to chat uh, on the phone. You know, I've never done it on a computer, but everybody says it seems to be easier. Well, so Ben's, I don't people. can't do nothing but call on the phone. It would have to be easier for me. Yeah, yeah. All I use is my phone. I mean, I know we were talking before the show. I think it was before the show, and James was saying he doesn't have very good service as far as the internet goes. So <laughs> I'm the same way. I don't have any internet, so I have to use the phone. Yeah, that'd be hard for me. Get the job done. Yeah, I'm sure. Because I just I can do the phone stuff, but I really or the internet uh, computer stuff, especially if I got someone giving me a little help. But I just not coordinated enough or too old to learn or something to figure out all that uh, phone stuff. Enough. You know, it's it's a computer in your hand, and I'm used to a twenty four inch screen in front of me. <laughs> it's Cody Tippett said some of us just can't multitask. That's, that's a lot. I do. <laughs> well, I'm loaded up and ready to go. Give me another number, Derek. Oh, let's do three. Three it is. One. Two. And three. And this time the winner is Chesapeake Bay Catfishing. Congratulations, Chesapeake. You can contact me at James Smith on Facebook and Messenger. Or if you need to, you can uh, text me at 704-600-8369, and we'll set you up, my friend. Hey, Congratulations. I, 
I just seen a guy we need to say hey to. If I can find him in here again, make sure that I did see him. Yeah, I seen somebody holler at him, but I didn't see him actually in chat. Well, maybe that's maybe I missed it. But if Keith is in here, howdy. Yep. Great new video out, by the way. Oh yeah, I had to. He come over and shot a little bit on my pontoon boat out there, and I hated. He didn't give me fair warning. There was a mess out there, but Keith's good guy. He's sharp. He loves oh, building and man. coming up with stuff, and I really enjoyed talking with Keith. If you like good making man. stuff and learning how to make stuff, especially for your boat, fishing, and stuff like that, Keith's the man. He just is. We are the champions, my friends. I'm not sure what that means, but the Chesapeake Bay Retriever or uh, Chesapeake Bay Catfishing is excited about something. Yep. Uh, now, Derek, when you're pulling your baits, tell us a little bit about your rig and setup and how you drag your baits. Uh, I've got a video on it, but it's pretty much just your uh, standard Santee rig. Um, sometimes I'll use peg floats. Sometimes I'll use you know Demon Dragons or whatever you want to call them. Um, but, uh, you know, pretty much, uh, if I was still in the house, they'd been right behind me, <laughs> but it's basically, you got your main line coming down and then I've got a, uh, sinker slide with a dragon style weight on it. And then I tie that to a, a hundred pound, uh, chain swivel to keep all the line twist out. Uh, and then from there I go down to my demon dragon, which, uh, I usually just run the line through it and tape it or rubber band it something so I can kind yeah. of slide it that. And there's, there's two less knots, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. and then from there I just go down to my hook. Uh, it's, you know, it's, like I said, pretty much your sand, your, uh, simple to sand T rig. Okay. Uh, sometimes I'll pull them with planter boards. Sometimes I'll just pull them straight behind the boat. Just depends on wind and where I'm trying to fish and how much room I got and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, earlier I was asking you, and you, we got cut off, and you couldn't hear me. Was about how how you got your rod rack and stuff set up. Oh, that's right. Um, I got a video on that too. Um, somebody asked me about it, so I just shot a quick video on it. Um, but pretty much, I've got two. Uh, I'm not sure what they're called. This is more construction style, and I'm, oh, that's not my cup of tea. But um, the bases for like your black uh, black iron pipe. I've yeah. got those mounted to the boat, and then I've got two, uh, I think almost like 16 or 18-inch uh, sections of black iron pipe threaded down into that. And then I've got, uh, I think it's inch and a half square tube, you know, two legs coming. Try to get a video out. Two legs coming down. Then I've got two-by-two two tube going across the top of it, welded to that, you know what I mean? And then I just have four rod holders uh bolted to it okay um, right now i've got they're they're just cheap little rod holders they're plastic actually but i've been dragging before and got snagged and they've stopped my boat you know what i mean so they're they're tough enough but i do want to upgrade probably to some monsters or something like that in the future right. but that's i mean it works for right now you know what i mean yes sir it gets you on the water and gets you dragging baits that's what counts that's right that's right. And you don't need your rods with them. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't yet. I haven't yet. 
that's the main thing you had it law. Don't lose your equipment with it. Oh man, I, I seen uh, Roger DeMint lost one the other day, and I felt sorry for him because we've all been there, I think. But um, I think he's had a rough patch where he's lost two or three here recently, and and uh, to be quite honest, that gets a little bit expensive. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, if I if I lose one, maybe at least I'll uh, get nominated for Blooper of the Year from Fall Meadows. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You never know. Um, here's a good question in here in chat. If I can, Daniel Ishmael says, "Is there not a lot of moon, about moon phases on YouTube? Do you believe in it?" And I think there's something to it, Daniel. But do I do I uh, rule out a fishing trip because of it? Absolutely not. Uh, what do you guys think? I've caught I've caught some of my biggest bass and 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 fish on a full moon. When I tell you, don't fish on a full right. moon. Uh, so you know, I don't know. I, I'm like you, Lyle. If I get to go, I go. Well, I'll tell you, it's a lot easier for me to get shad in a full moon if I'm on a lake and they're in the back of a cove and they jump up and I throw that net on them. I got them. If it's dark and I can't see them. Uh, when when that's supposed to be a great time to fish, if you don't have the bait, you're not going to get the fish. So if you can catch bait, you're going to catch fish. That's kind of way I look at it. Derek, what do you think? I mean, I agree with that 100. percent You know, if I can't get shad for some reason, I don't go home, but I want to. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, I've had I've had some good trips on a full moon, and I've also got skunked on full moon. So it kind of goes back to what you're saying. If you can fish in the the conditions are bearable. Go fish. You know. Well, I like precious you're not, you're not I could possibly get. Well, and I think yeah, it really depends it. a lot on the fish itself. Yeah. Some fish, I think that actually they depend on that phase. Um, I know a lot of saltwater fishermen very much depend on that moon phase for certain runs and stuff like that. Uh, but I don't know as far as a catfish. I think if you put bait on his nose, he's going to eat it. Sonny Parker seems to think, and I would agree with this, that it probably affects flatheads more than the others. Flatheads are just a little bit of a different breed. But in my opinion, they are the king of cats. Yeah, yeah he's the ultimate predator. Yeah, I agree. I'd say, I'd say every catfish is probably different, too. You know, I agree. Just like every person's got a little different personality. Yep. So, yeah. You yep. Some know. of them got an attitude and some don't. You know, some <laughs> you reel one in and yeah. the first one, he just comes right in. He behaves himself when you grab him up, take the hook out of his mouth and throw him back. And the next one, he's just meaner and all hell and he just bites you and tears your hands up and makes a mess in the boat. You know, he's got an attitude. Those are the ones I like. Yep. The ones with attitude. Oh, yeah. They remind me of oh, Dieter yeah. Melhorn. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like to me, them fish between 15 and 25 pounds just have the attitude just, I'm going to bite you, I'm going to tear the meat off your fingers, and I ain't going to let go. Yeah. Them 25-pounders, I've had them suckers, and you can't get them off your freaking hand. <laughs> yeah. Junior says he documented the moon phase on every trip for about a year and found something very interesting. That'd be good to know about. Is that, yes. Do you have a video out about that, Jr. Yes, if he don't, he needs to put it out. Oh, yeah, that'd be great because that, he, he's right. There's a limited amount of, of knowledge about that, and the people that believe in it, 
are very convincing. Um, but I just, you know, like I say, when I go fishing, it's I'm ready to go, and I don't care what the conditions are or anything else. I just get ready to go. Flatheads yeah. are by yeah. far most, god dang it, the most primitive of the three, but are also most specialized. That's a great analogy. Yep. It really is. That's that's a great analogy. But, you know, that goes back to what I was talking about, Mr. Matthew Anthony, is journals. Journals, journals, journals. And yep. write down as much information as you can. Even the little small details might be the difference in having a good trip and a bad trip. You know, I might have been wrong about them attitude catfish. That might be James Dockery I was thinking about. <laughs> My old buddy James. James, uh, I got to tell you, fellas, we make we pick on old James a lot. There ain't too many guys that I know of that catches near as many fish in a year as James Dockery does. They ain't all catfish. But he but can walk out his back he door. He catches a bunch of them. Yes, sir. He's got a good sticker out now, too. He's got what? A good sticker out. Yes, he does. I, 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 I them right over here, by the way. But every time uh, I think about it. James, I think about this. I'm talking about the new one. Yeah, I know. I like it, too. I, I, I was scrolling through Facebook this evening, and I, I, don't, I mean, as far as I know, these people don't know him. I don't know if they do or not. Um, a few of them from Ohio, a few of them were just on catfish pages. I don't know where, but I saw that sticker getting shared around everywhere today. Yeah, yeah, it, it, <laughs> he come up with that. It's a great idea. Mark from Catfish and Coffee says James Dockery is a bullhead. Man, that is perfect. It really, <laughs> it really is. Absolutely. Uh, David Ray says the wind is the only thing that keeps him off the water. Well, David. If you learn to play the wind in you in your favor, the wind can actually be your friend. The silver yeah, cat that's man. One the, that's one of the only times I'll anchor up is if it's too windy. Right. And it wind can be aggravating, you know, me fishing off a pontoon, that daggum wind wants to whoop you son of a gun. <laughs> but at the same time, if you find the wind-blown banks and stuff like that and you can set up, you can actually have a great freaking day or here's, night. Yeah. Here's a question for you oh, guys. Yeah. Do you think the a wind burn is as bad as a sunburn? Well, that's what I was just getting ready to say when you're talking about the wind. I've seen, I mean, not, not necessarily the wind burn. Uh, I think sunburn is definitely worse. Okay. I've known, you know, I've noticed that days I get off the lake where it's been real windy, I'm ready to go to bed. Yeah, it just it works. You. It just beats I don't, you. I don't know why. <laughs> well, and it, and it dehydrates you too. Yes, it does. Yeah, yes, it does. And you know what? I think last week I was bitching a little bit about this physical therapy lady making me do this stuff <laughs> my lower extremities, my legs, and and things that I don't use as much as I once did. And, man, it just wears me down. I'm sore for two or three days after she shows up. But I got to thinking about that, and maybe, just maybe, that'll help me in that boat when it's moving around in them windy days and you're, and I come in from that and I'm sore. Maybe if these exercises – so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop nagging at her and do what she wants me to do. A rough day on the water, a windy day where you always got that roll all day long, 
You're right. You're right, Derek. I come home and I'm just wore out. I'm just wore out. Hardly yeah. Neil. Welcome to Catfish Weekly. Haven't seen you in chat for a while, but you may have been and I just missed you. Chat stick's a good thing. Chat stick is a good thing. And and Cindy's always got it. And she's got some other stuff that works really well also. Uh, not sure what it is. Um, but we've always got stuff like that. She's got a – and it's something that probably everybody should have. But she has a first aid kit in the boat. And it not only has Band-Aids and stuff like that in case you tear yourself on a hook or, or whatever – but it has things like chapstick and, and stuff like that to help you out too. Um, sunscreen. Uh, I've had a spot removed off my face and he's had skin cancer a couple of different times. Um, and we put it on before we leave the house now and have extra in the boat. It is something that, that um, uh, everybody should be very aware of because it's something that everybody, sh uh, we hope never has to deal with it. Uh, Mark Davis has a big fishing show on TV where he does a lot of saltwater fishing. And I visit with Mark just every once in a while. And he's agreed to do a show with us about that because he has fought skin cancer for a long time. But for three years, we've been trying to get our shows lined up. And sometimes I got, I don't have guests lined up for any period of time. Usually it's sometimes they just come, you know, who, right off of the, off the bat. Other right. times I have them lined up for two months or three months at a time. And I'm happy when it's like that. But then if someone, if someone bails on you, uh, you, you can find a backup pretty quick, but Mark wants to do a show with us and talk about the skin cancer thing. And, and we'll be happy to have him on here if our stuff ever lines up. And it'd probably be from the last time I talked to him, it'll probably be late in the fall or early uh, in the, the winter time uh, when he's not taking off and going to BFE somewhere. Because, right. man, if they call him up and say, hey, the fish are biting, he's gone. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. cool dude and extremely knowledgeable about stuff. So we'll, well make that happen. Well, if you, I mean, even if it comes down and he can't, all he can do is like a Wednesday night and call me. And we'll set up and you run Catfish Weekly on a Wednesday night. You know, okay, it yeah. doesn't matter to me. Whatever it takes to get people like that on there. We got another guest we're waiting any time to get a phone call is our good old buddy and his daughter, right? Yep, that's right. And and, and the problem is um, with Ted's daughter that she works in a hospital with all this COVID stuff going on. And all right. you people... Uh, that is involved in the medical field will understand this, but she's very young. So she's a low person on the total pole in whatever area of the hospital that she works. Right. And they say, you got to be there. You got to be there. But Jory is going to do a Jory, El Jory Ellens Becker is going to do a show with us. And I have heard some monstrous good things about the way she does seminars like her dad and people think she is awesome and she's agreed to do one. So we're just waiting for a date that she says, Hey, I'm off this time. And whatever that time is, we're going to make it happen because she's just awesome. Sonny Parker's made a comment. Can you give us one safety thing, Derek, that you do before or as you get on the water, that is something that you do every time you go fishing. Yeah, I never fish alone. Never fish. That's a good one. 
I gotta that's tell you, son, go ahead. Oh, uh, that's honestly that's more of Shelby's thing. But uh, you know, if she didn't do it, I'd probably be in some hairy situations because I'd go when I shouldn't go. So uh, it, it, it's for the better. But that's that's a big thing. You know, I, I never fish. I mean, I mean, on the bank, yeah, but out on the boat, you know, just too the smallest thing that wouldn't be a big deal anywhere else. You know, out there in the middle of the water could be a big deal so yeah I, I never fish alone when i'm on the, on the boat that's a good deal i used to do it a lot and enjoyed it a lot because it's just a relaxing time but a few years ago cindy and my kids got in the middle of me so bad i just quit doing it i didn't want to do it no more sonny i'm going to tell you when you feel like it and it's not ass raping cold in nebraska you let <laughs> me know and we'll set up a time to do the show you and me and James on boat safety. I know you're up to speed on a lot of that stuff, which will make it a lot better because the stuff that I know and is going to be a little bit different than the stuff James does, but I know that you're involved with kids and a bunch of stuff like that, and we'll make a great show out of that. But if you want to do it in your boat, let's let it warm up a little bit because you got enough <laughs> issues you don't need any more. Man. You don't but need to get out there. Well, safety is safety, and, and I think that they always make a good show. What was it, James? Last year, the year before, I had the people from the uh, Water Patrol come in in my house. They come in right here where I'm at and done a show, two of them, with me, and it was a great show, and we had lots of views on that. So, uh, And, you know, and we all, especially people that do fish a fair amount, you start getting kind of complacent. You do. And that right there can put you in bigger danger than if you was a brand new rookie. Because as a brand new rookie, you're scared of everything. Well, so you're right. very cautious about everything. But that is you very true. That, that one little second that you didn't think that you normally do, it can get you in trouble. So, yep. Well, yeah. one, th one thing that that, that I can always count on when I get in the boat is Cindy saying, put your life back. Put your life put your back. Well, I have hard times bending my arms around to get them in coats and stuff like that after all these surgeries. But she is very happy to hold that out there to help me get it done. And, there you go. And bless her heart for that because she don't want anything to happen, and I don't either. But, um, yeah, we uh, – I need James Dockery to smile too. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> so, Derek, I'm going to ask you a couple basic questions. Watch your PB on your blues, flatheads, and channels. Say that one more time. Watch your PB on your blues, flatheads, and channels, because usually that's what somebody wants to know about our guests, what their biggest fish and stuff like that is. I got you. Um, so... Channel Cat, uh, my my verified personal best is 18 and a half. I caught one three days before that, and it was bigger. I mean, 100%. I would, my guess is 20 to 22, but I left my entire tackle box at home. So, you know, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, de definitely 18 and a half on the Channel Cat. Blue is, uh, I don't know, four maybe, four pounds. Uh, out of that lake they just started stocking two years ago right and then uh as far as, far as flathead go i haven't caught one 
Um, I'm sure somebody's going to go back and find my Facebook and be like, well, here's a picture of you with a flathead. So back a long time ago, I did used to fish Pay Lakes. I'll just go ahead and throw that out there. Um, I've caught some at Pay Lakes, you know, but I don't count those. So my, my personal best personal best flathead is uh, yet to be yet to be caught. There you go. There's, that's well, cool. I appreciate you coming up and saying that. Rob Wickstrom's in, in chat with us now. Yeah, I just, I like to ask it, and it ain't, you know, and please, guys and gals, when you say, well, my fish ain't between four pound or, or 10 pound, people, we're not knocking you. I applaud you for being out there on the water and giving it your all and fishing and enjoying what the good Lord's blessed us with. You will never hear none of us on no. here ever down or talk down to anybody, whether you bank fish, boat fish, or however you, as long as you're legally fishing, we will never talk down to you uh, or about your how big your fish is or whatever. We're going to be the first ones to pat you on the back. Well, and the other thing is, um, it depends on where you're fishing. If, if you're fishing in a spot where the biggest fish in that lake is 12 pounds and you're catching 10 and 12 pounds, you're at yeah. the top of it. So you you're doing right. what you're supposed to do. Now, if you go down the road, the biggest the fish is, is six pounds, and you're knocking out four to six pound fish, you're still doing it. Down yeah, the road a little bit further, when you when you get to a spot on the Mississippi or somewhere when there's a hundred pounds and you're kicking out sixties and eighties, you're right there. So it's all relevant to the spot you fish, how you fish. It doesn't matter if you got a boat. I've seen them guys on a bank catch big fish, bigger fish than I ever caught. They oh, yeah, same. yeah, and I'm I'm happy for them, man. That's great. I just like fishing out of the boat because I like being on the water. Uh, there's going to be a time when I'm not going to be able to do that, and then I'll be a bank fisherman. But until then, I'm not going to. But uh, I like bank fishing. A lot of people do, but like I say, I see guys pull out fish on the bank way bigger than anything that I ever caught. Well, uh, one year today or yesterday is when I put that 35 pound on the bank fishing 15 foot off the bank. Yep. Uh, last year, uh, cold wind freaking whooping my tail, boy. I, I just want to hunger down behind a tree. That wind was cold, but it was fun and it was all worth it. When that, when that one rod took off, that's the only bite I had all day. Stan says it doesn't matter how much your personal best weighs when you beat it, whether it's 10 or 50 pounds, that is a monster to uh, to you. And that's that's exactly right, you know, and and uh, I see these guys uh, catch these big fish in these videos, and, and I used to chase nothing but big fish, really. And I see Carl catching these monsters and Epic and them guys, and I'm thinking – you know, they're catching fish bigger than I ever did. They're catching fish in the same spots that I have fished. But it's okay. The day I was there, maybe that 60 or 70 was the biggest thing that was there. You never know. You know, they don't, they're they not always there. No. But I'm happy them guys are catching them. And i tell you something I'm really happy about is they get it on video to share it with all of us so we get to see it too. Yep. Now, Derek, you were saying something. Oh, I think I was getting ready to say we were talking about the bank. Uh, what changed for me when I got on the boat, all the lakes I fished, there's limited bank access, you know. 
um, especially the good spots, but really there's just limited bank access anywhere. Um, you know, it, it seems like, uh, and I'm not saying that you have it easier if you fish a river. That's not what I'm trying to say. But uh, it seems like the river, um, at least what I see on, on YouTube, you know, people fishing, it seems like there's easier access to better spots maybe. Yeah. Uh, right. Or maybe just the lakes around me suck for bank fishing. I don't know. But there's, there's very limited access. Maybe I just do it wrong. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing. You can't drag baits from the bank, really. I guess you could, you know, re troll them in real slow, but right. I don't know. Man, it's, I uh, made a statement a while ago, and I'm getting all kinds of messages on Facebook about it. Uh, <laughs> Daniel kind of Israel said something just right. Uh, it's the mode, it's a motivation when you watch other people catching the big ones, make you want to go and do it yourself. Oh, and, I think uh, true, and that's yeah. so true. But the only competition really guys is don't, don't worry about other people learn from them. But if you want to have a competition, do it with yourself. Yep. Improve yourself right. and your skills that will take you further and it will give you, it will give you a little boost in confidence. Just like what, Derek was talking about his confident bait is shad. Would he use something else? Sure he will. But shad is his confident bait. Mine is, I use game fish. I'm sorry to hurt people's feelings, but that's my, that is my bait of choice. If I can use it and get it different seasons, different ways. And Lyle, yours is shad, right? What's that? Your, your confident bait or skipjack. Um, in the winter, it's shad. In in the in the hot part of the year, I'll turn down skipjack for moon eye. But that's other than that, it would be skipjack. But moon eye to me is is the greatest catfish bait of all times, and I like it in hot weather. I'll use it in cold weather and feel very confident that I'll catch fish. But uh, if I can, if I'm going to a tournament that I'd never fished before and I can't pre-fish and they say, what you got for bait? I want it to be moon eye cause they'll bite it. And I know they want it. And that's how Chad okay. is around here. Yeah. And hey, that's what Chad is like the Ozarks. Yeah. yeah. I don't care what lake you go to around here. You hit any of these little inland lakes around here and you know, Southern Ohio, Northern Ohio, it don't matter. But you, you don't have skipjack, right? No, I mean, yeah, uh, the river, the river, you get skipjack, but um, and, and I'm sure up in the tributaries a little bit, you'll get them, but I don't know how far, you know. <laughs> I, I got quit what the guys send me in messages, <laughs> but well, it is, it's all about building your confidence, guys and gals. If you're new to it, it's, it's each time you go, just just pay attention to what you're doing, what your surroundings are, and the fish will actually tell you what they want. That's right. SK's mm -hmm. Crappie Catching Adventures is in the house. Stay tuned, my friend. We're going to talk about something different here in a little bit. And JR, <laughs> you was pretty close when you said something about our emblem up in the top right-hand corner a while ago. You'd be surprised how close she was, but stay tuned. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, too. What do you say we give a, I refreshed. Uh, I'm getting ready to do that now. And uh, you guys talk about something while I'm getting that ready. And we'll give away Derek's hat. And then we got two more decals to get away. And then I'm going to talk about some stuff. Okay. Um, when you're out dragon base, do you rely on uh, Navionics much? 
Um, so, I mean, I use Navionics, uh, but I use it more at the house. You know, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll look for spots while I'm sitting at the house not doing nothing. Um, I've got a Helix 5, so it's not the best. It's not the worst. Um, I'll use it for, you know, my speed and water temperature and all that good stuff. Uh, and then, you know, I, I kind of have where I'm fishing already picked out um, based on what I was seeing, you know, a couple days before, wh- whenever I fished last and then right. using that Navionics. Um, but because I don't have any mapping, I will pull it up and, and you know, make sure I'm where I want to be, uh, right. you know, wh- while I'm while I'm dragging. But um, I think Hummingbird uh, has a, a Lake Master or whatever they call it, uh, which is basically um navionics on your depth finder and i think they actually do have a navionics for the depth finder um which is something i want to get next year hopefully kind of re- you know eliminate have to look at the phone and trying to operate everything especially if i'm using the phone to go live I-, I can't use it you know to me it seems like the navionics on your phone is actually more accurate i don't know why uh as far as being closer to exactly where your boat is it seems like to me, I watched like Wampus Cat, Justin Wampus Cat. He will use it on his phone, but he has it on his depth finder. But he told me that he seems like like finding channel edges or humps that his phone will be more accurate than what's on his on his unit. Well, I wonder if uh, you know the phone's constantly getting updated from from the GPS and maybe from the map too. You know what I mean? Where Maybe that that standalone unit of the depth finder doesn't. I mean, I, I don't know. Well, and some of the old depth finders doesn't have near fast processing capability as some of these new ones. Right. These new Lorances and Garmin's and and some of these new Hummingbirds have got. That's that's why everybody's trying to upgrade because they process and like you say, they get that information so much faster, quicker, and they deliver. Not it's not just. The images you see on the screen, there's a lot of technical stuff inside them things that makes them so much more expensive and so much faster. I still yeah, have some old units. They work fine. But I've had yeah, new stuff, and they work really good. And that's why I don't – I mean, I'm not going to say I don't pay attention to mine, but I don't stare at it the whole time fishing. You know, it, to right. me, it's outdated. I mean, it's a Helix 5. It's I don't know when it came out with them. I bought mine used. But, you know – a lot of times I'll catch fish not marking anything on the screen. You know what I mean? And then I can oh, go yeah. somewhere and mark everything and not catch anything. So, you know, I'll use it like basically for, for dragging speed and depth and, and, and water temperature is my three biggest things I use mine for. But That hurts my feelings more than anything is be marking them fish. And you just think, well, what was that? It was just a bunch of trees that I marked and there wasn't no fish down there or what? It drive me freaking nuts. And that's, that's why I'll never have a live scoop. <laughs> that the price. I couldn't uh, imagine spending $2,500 just to watch not, you know, watch a fish not hit it. <laughs> that's why I, I, I'm going to start carrying a bucket or two of night crawlers. I'm waiting on that day when I know that them big fish are there and they're not biting my shad, my brim, or whatever I put down. I've got a theory that if you drop a daggum water night crawlers on their head, they will take it. Everybody said, well, I don't use night crawlers because you can't keep the dinks off of it. True. But if that big rascal's down there and you're going to put it on his freaking nose, he's going to suck it up before the dinks get to it. 
I'm not I sure just, you have to have it on their nose. Well, you know what I'm saying. I do. I do. But Dave. the reason I say that, James, is I have a friend of mine that lives over in the Columbia, Missouri area. And they had a big flood here several years ago. And we fished a tournament over. And Cindy and I got second place by catching one fish. And I would, I told her to throw it back. She wouldn't do it because it was the only fish we caught all day. And she was going to turn it in. It wasn't even a pound and got a second place because there's only two fish caught in the whole friggin' tournament. Dang right. And a week later, Troy Phillips is over there, not a hundred yards from where we caught that dink fishing balls and night crawlers. Let me get it over here. Balls this big around and night crawlers on a hook. 109 in the boat. And he didn't have no, he was worried about keeping it in the boat because he's in a pretty small boat. And bless, bless their soul, on the bank, there was part of a hook net, which you're not allowed to use hook nets on a Missouri. And he right. grabbed it, scooped it up, and set it in his boat so it wouldn't flop out to get back to the bank with. To the boat. 109 pounds when they waited. So, uh, but what happened with that was the fields was draining, and them fish had been up in there feeding on them weren't fishing worms up in there by the millions. And when that water drained out, the fish was draining out with them. He just sat up above it and fished right down to one of them drains. Boom. There you go. Great knowledge, story. knowledge, knowledge. Yeah, those big fish know where the food's coming from. That's you sure. better believe it. And I'm going to tell you something. Troy Phillips knows how to catch him fish. <laughs> yeah, he knows all about it. So Think about it, guys. Them, them fish have been eating worms since they started eating. That's right. Since they started eating. They know what that smell, taste, and everything's all about. And yep. So. All right. I'm loaded up in chat. Give me a number, somebody. Go ahead, James. Uh, let's go one, Lyle. We got it, buddy. And the winner is Mike Costello Outdoors. Congratulations, Mike. Heck yeah. Now, what was that for? A sticker or a hat? That was for uh, Derek's hat. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, I, think, uh, I, think he's, I think he's on my Facebook page, so you shouldn't have any trouble finding me, but. Just in case you're not, you know, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Ohio Catfish Chasers at gmail.com. Uh, I kicked, I hit the wrong button, kicked all the participants out, so I'm going to have to reload them again to give away these stickers. Derek, we appreciate you doing that. Yes, sir. And and being in the show with us tonight, I, we really enjoyed having you on here. We're going to do it again. Uh, anxious to see your new videos and stuff as they come out this year. We're so proud of the way you're. Conduct yourself and do all your stuff. And Shelby, too. You should have had her come in here with her, with you. All right. We're loaded up again. I heard about half of that. Oh, really? I said, we're, we're yeah, happy to have you in here. We're proud down. to have you and the way you conduct yourself and stuff. And, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing what you produce on videos and stuff this year. Well, I and he's gone. Yep. I think he's really struggling with uh, with um, internet connection or phone connection, James. But uh, you know what? We're going to get – here he's back. Whoop. Oh, we, we got him in. We got him in twice. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. That's too much. That's okay. <laughs> Listen, Derek, I know you're having internet problems. Thank you so much for being a part of our show tonight. Uh, we've had a blast with you, and – and we'll get you back in. Maybe next time we'll get you back. You have a little better internet connection and stuff. 
Hopefully, I'll drive to town if I have to. There we go. There you. Well, let's but try to get in the boat here when it warms up a little bit. That sounds good. I appreciate you guys having me on here. You know, I had right, fun. Uh, so, yeah, I appreciate it for sure. All right, sir. Talk to you soon. Yeah, we'll see you guys. Thanks. Thank you. All right, James, I'm loaded up. Give me a number between one and five, and we're going to give away these uh, CPR catfish weekly decals, two of them, one yeah. for each time. Number two. One. <clears throat> two. And the winner is Stephen Hare. Congratulations, Steve. Stephen's in there, and I know that he will contact me to get that. He has the contact information. So that is awesome. And let's go ahead and turn her around here and do her one more time. Give me another number, James. Let's go three. One, two, three. And I've had guys ask me why we keep doing them more than once. Just because it's entertaining. And I like to do it. Yeah. And the winner this time is Ter uh, JP3. What's up, JP? Go ahead. Congratulations. Absolutely. Just send me your shipping information. I know I probably got it, but I'm not looking for it. It's a lot easier if you just send it to me again. Right. And we'll go from there. Yeah, Stephen Hare was the one that asked about uh, <laughs> if he had to rest or just to win something. Well, buddy, you just seen you didn't have to rest. You <laughs> was already exactly ready to go. That's 100% correct. 100% correct. JP said roll again. He just bought two. There you go. All Appreciate right. It. It's a good thing that he said that when he did, because I haven't I haven't uh <laughs> deleted all the names. So lay it on. Give me another number, big guy. Uh, let's go four. One, two, three, four. Two old vets. There you go. Are the winner, and I think that that is outstanding. I'm so proud to give them to you. Uh, just send me your shipping address after the show. We're glad that you're getting. If if anybody deserves them, it's our veterans. So we'll we'll get that shipped right out to you. Now, if they don't get a hold of you in the next day or so, Lyle, just give me a holler. I still have his address wrote down okay. from where he ordered bobbers. Okay. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Okay. Now. Everybody's talking about the little decal in the top right hand corner of our show. <laughs> I have been struggling with this for some time and I've talked to a bunch of people and it's debatable when, when I'll ever get back to catching big catfish is something I'd love to do. Now, with that being said, I may be able to do it in a couple months. I may be able to do it midsummer. I might not be able to pull them in the boat at the end of this year. We don't know yet. Right. But what we do know is I can catch panfish because I'm on a one-pound restriction. And nothing in my world uh, is any more entertaining than going out and catching me a bunch of bluegills. Now, I know panfish is not just bluegills. It's it's about crappie and bluegills and warheads and uh, them little bass and little green ditch pickles. There's all kinds of panfish. Yep. So we are going to do on Thursday nights, starting the 21st of January, after James Dockery and Fishing with the Chad, I'm going to be doing a show called Panfish Weekly. 
and we're going to have guests on there. And the first guest that we're going to have is a gentleman called Wisconsin Fisherman. And he's been doing pan fish type videos for four years. He's got a big following and some of the greatest videos you'll ever see. We want to get, we want to get SK and some of these other guys on there, but we have, it's just like this show. We have to make everything line up to do it, but that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about catching bluegill and crappie. We'll get Mark on here from catfish and crappie. He fishes for a lot of crappie. It's a passion. He is. And we're going to talk about that. We don't want to interfere with another show. I think it is extremely, and I mean this wholeheartedly, it's extremely disrespectful for somebody that knows that somebody else is doing a live show and they put one on on top. That's that's very disrespectful. I would never do that. But James and them will do their show, and when they're, there, when they're done, we're going to talk about catching bluegill. I, I just love to catch some things. And we don't keep a lot of them. I like to eat them, but Cindy's not real wild about them. But, you know, that's what we're going to do, and that's what that decal is. And we have a Facebook page already up called Panfish Weekly, and you guys can check it out. Be, be, I'll be sending some of you um, uh, things to, to become a member and add on, and please like it. And if you don't like it, send me a message and let me know what we need to change to make it better. Uh, yeah, you're right, uh, Josh, uh, Betty, and and um, Brandon catch a lot of crappie and bluegill, and and Betty takes her mother out in the boat with her. So, to me, that's that would make a great show some night. Yep. And yep. Um, we're excited about this new adventure. We're not going to quit doing Catfish Weekly because that's something that's going on seven years, and I dearly love. But if I can't get a fish in the boat it doesn't mean no good to catch it um whether i'm tournament fishing or fun fishing or what because in my boat it don't count as a catch if you don't get it in the boat it's it's just the fish on the line you gotta right. get it in the boat i don't want to be that guy but that's what we're doing and, and i hope some of you guys will will join up with us and and if you have information on a guest this is new to us but I do have a bunch of people in in mind that are big time crappie and and bluegill fishermen. Some of them that make some great content, and um, and that's what Cindy and I will be doing uh, until I'm released, so I can catch some big catfish. Uh, it's not that we won't go out and catch a handful of blues or something; they're not very big. But uh, you know, we don't don't know where that's going to go. And I dearly love this, and I've been talking about it with several people for a long time and everybody said, well, you, you need to go ahead and do it. So the 21st of January at 8 PM central, 9 PM Eastern time. That's what we're going to do. I hope you take a minute and join us. Other than that, you got anything else to say tonight, James? It's, yeah. It's going to be on YouTube. Uh, yep. Somebody asked. Uh, It'll be done just like this show. Right. And guys and gals, even even uh, if you think that you won't learn much on there, I promise you, if you're a cat fisherman and you can use some of these small, I ain't going to say small, panfish as bait, you need to watch this show well, because they well, will be telling bait. stuff that you need to learn to catch your bait. That's right. And food. I love to eat panfish. Oh, me too. I, I do. 
It, it's going to be an educational show. We're going to have some fun. We're going to tell some stories. We're going to have some good guests on. I haven't found a co-host yet. We're looking into that. Um, we don't know where we're going to go with it yet. We're going to wait and see how it turns out. But but what's going to happen is we're going to enjoy doing it, and if it doesn't work out, we're going to at least give it the old college try. So, like I say, that's what the emblem is about. Hope you guys enjoy it and uh, try to support us if you can, and uh, I hope you'll, you'll enjoy doing it as much as we're going to enjoy bringing it to you. Uh, I'll give you two old vets uh, information, Lyle. That'll uh, work. I'll send it to you tomorrow. Uh, and one last thing, guys. I've been dropping you hints on a new float coming up, and I made it green, and I wasn't even thinking about the green screen behind me, but I'm kind of I kind of did, so I'm still dropping hints about this. It'll probably be another week, maybe two, before I release these on the market. And Lyle, uh, Lyle said, uh, let's go ahead and uh, show them if you want to. So, guys, pay attention. This is the new one coming up. That is actually a pink light inside of a green float. And guys and gals, the green screen don't do it justice, but the whole thing glows. So be prepared. The whole thing glows. Pictures coming up in a week or so. Anyway, it looks awesome. I had seen pictures of it. It's amazing. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a game changer for people that float fish. Um, and this is the small pink one, uh, so you can see it a little bit better. Uh, I've got it gluing right now, so it's got a little band look to it. Uh, but the light's inside. Man, I cut out the wrong light. Give me one second, Lyle. Okay. And yes, it is an American bobber. Predator floats. Sonny, you will need these. They look awesome, man. And it glows, man. They just light up. They're awesome. Anyway, that's it. Uh, y'all got to see the, the premiere of them. So. But thank y'all guys for supporting Catfish Weekly, supporting my shows, and for supporting everybody's shows. Uh, we hey. couldn't do it without y'all. And we do it. We, I don't know how to thank you enough. Uh, it means the world to Lyle. He's been on there seven years. Almost. Going on eight, ain't it? Or is it going no, on seven? Well, it'd be seven in June, yeah. So we're okay. We're so, but uh, you know, seen a lot of people come and a lot of people go, though, Lyle. There is, and and that'll always be that way. We just happen to be one that wanted to stick it out. But you guys, you mean so much. A hundred and seventeen thumbs up tonight. That's uh that's a big number for us. We appreciate that so much. Yes. And uh I I you know I can't tell you how much we appreciate what you guys do by watching the show. So I'm hoping we'll have that much fun with the with the new one coming up. We'll see how it goes. Right. Well, I know you'll have fun and and everybody will too because to me the panfish takes us back in time in our lives. Mhm. We all started out there, Lyle. We did, and it's the greatest way that I know of to bring kids and women or anybody that's not fish into the sport. It's exciting. It's fast-paced usually, and uh, you catch them. And and if you can keep people catching fish, they'll come back and learn how to fish for something. 
Oh yeah. With kids, don't let them get bored. Panfish is the best way to do it. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So thanks everybody for watching tonight. Be sure to turn in to uh, Patriot James on Wednesday for Patriot Catfishers of America. And we'll be right back here uh, next Monday night on Catfish Weekly. Thanks everybody for watching. See you then. Good night. God bless. <laughs>